Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Memory Machine Podcast. I am your host, Nate Lockhart, and we are here to bring you an episode about Halloween pop culture traditions. Um, you might realize that this episode is a little late. Um, things have been a little crazy uh, in the Lockhart household. Uh, we've been moving around things a lot, uh, you know, making room uh, that, and then I had the silent movie night. Um, yeah, a lot's been happening. So this has been a little late coming to you, so I'm releasing this as sort of a bonus uh, podcast. Uh, but before we go into the live recording, which hopefully some of you may have seen on Facebook, or or I think it might have been streamed somewhere else too, but um, there might even be clips of this that will be uploaded to YouTube soon. But I also asked you guys, for you, you listeners, for your responses to the question of what Halloween pop culture traditions do you have? So I'm going to read through a few of these. Uh, so we got some really good answers here. A lot of them were, you know, about movies uh, that, that you guys watch every year. Laura Laura Sweezy said uh, we watch all the Harry Potter movies as well as Young Frankenstein every October. Frequent co-host Trey Whittish says he watches The Wolfman every Halloween night, and you would know that if uh, you listened to the Universal Monsters podcast that we did uh, a couple years ago, um, I had a couple, a couple of people, a, a, a Geekiverse contributor and my sister, talk about Disney Channel movies that they watch. Again, if you listen to the Disney Channel podcast, Disney Channel uh, original movie podcast, you know I have next to no experience with any of them, so this is all news to me. Uh, Jamie Leroy says that she watches Hocus Pocus and the Halloween Town movies. Uh, since uh, she says she's not super into horror, um, and my my sister says she watches Twitches, one to two, which she uh, elucidates that it's about twin witches, Twitches, and Halloween Town one through four, and uh, she says uh, also my sister Maggie Lockhart also says uh, I buy myself a bag of candy and put it in a pumpkin bucket to pretend like I went trick or treating. So uh, good. Good idea. And my wife, also frequent co-host on this podcast, says that uh, she gets a lot of rum and coke uh, in order to st be able to stand watching my monster movies with me. So, uh, that's fun. Grand Poobah of the Geekiverse, Josiah Leroy, says uh, the great pumpkin Charlie Brown is his big Halloween tradition with his family. Um, also, every uh, Halloween special at the office. Um, Marilyn Budzinski says there's a YouTube video called Happy Halloween from Michael McDonald that I saw on Cracked forever ago. It's a parody of taking it to the streets, and I watch it every October and cannot hear that, that song without thinking of this version. That's, um, I'm going to put a little clip in there of that, because that sounds amazing. You look at me like I'm doing the trick or treat. Tricking it to the streets. Tricking it to the streets. Tricking it to the streets. I'm so spooky. Tricking it to the streets. I'm running everywhere. Tricking it to the. Take this heath bar to my brother. Um, Shannon Collins, Gil Martin, Jill Martin, Gil Martin, Jill Martin. One of those. Every year we head out to Pumpkinville and make the kids do the how tall is how tall this fall picture. Oh uh, yes, I, 
We've added a stop to the alpaca farm on the way in the last several years. Cider and donuts. Uh, yeah, cider and donuts. Pretty great. Uh, one of the best things about the season. And she says, she says decorations go up early, usually by October 1st. Oh. Um, Amanda Woomer Limpert says, uh, she's also a frequent Geekiverse contributor. She says, we like to watch a horror movie every night in October. It's a, it's a noble, that's a noble uh, ambition. Dominic Luongo says, which is night out? Also, oh, the Halloween tree. Very good. Uh, I believe that was Ray Bradbury penned about like uh, trying to to retrieve a, a friend's soul while all learning about like the origin of Halloween traditions. And John Fick, uh, also Geekiverse contributor, said, I have the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes in a playlist that I just shuffle every night before bed. And that sounds pretty good to me. Um, those were submissions given to me on the Facebook page of the Geekiverse, and also I put it out, you know, to my friends and family on Facebook. Um, yeah, so we had some great, uh, great little responses there. Well, yeah, first, of course, uh, some things to plug. There is a lot of new stuff going on in the Geekiverse. There's been some new video series. If you go to the YouTube page... I forget the names of them, but they're ta- one of them is talking about The Mandalorian, you know, if it's something you're into. Uh, there's the Disney Plus cast, which is uh, a new pod- one of the new podcasts that we have. And uh, talking about all the fun, crazy, cool stuff you can find on Disney Plus. I recommend going through uh, the deep backlog. They actually, <laughs> I can't believe they have this, but they have a couple old episodes of, of Disneyland on there. And by Disneyland, I don't mean, you know... Um, the park but walt disney's uh sunday night show that used to be on in the 50s and the 60s so pretty crazy that they're reaching back that far um but yeah there's lots of little treasures on there um so yeah listen to disney plus cast here about people talk about that and of course other other uh stalwarts of the geekiverse podcast network are going strong geeks got game uh things like that so yeah, check those things out. Go to thegeekverse.com, check out new articles and all that fun stuff. I should hopefully have a book review up there soon about a great film about a great book about uh, silent film vamps, which uh, was a lot of fun to read. Another something else you might notice in this recording to follow is that it's not quite up to the standards that I usually have for the audio quality for my podcasts. Uh, that is because, well, one, it's live. And two, uh, I was using someone else's recording equipment, and I wasn't very familiar with it, so I didn't really, you know, it, it was just a little, a little weird, and, and I it didn't end up sounding, uh, it didn't end up sounding that great. But uh, it's mostly there. So, anyways, um, yeah. Without further ado, let's get to the uh, the main show. Yeah. Amanda and Pete. Amanda and Pete. They're done? Oh, okay. oh well, Lordy, oh. Lordy. Who's 40? Uh, it turns... Not what, us. What will Not be, us. will surprise you. Um, <laughs> yes, <hi>. boss. <laughs> All right. Kick so, off, uh, hello. This is the first time I'm doing a live podcast. Not true. Uh, well, live podcast like on Facebook. Sure. So this Fair is enough. new to Fair me. Fair enough. Oh, okay, yeah. True, true, um, true. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's Memory Machine that we are doing live to Facebook. Yes. Um, live to um, to Tate. 
the, ne- the denizens of Williamsville. That's right. In the sweet uh, the pop culture sports infused Hall of Fame that is David Adams. Welcome to uh, the border of Clarence and Williamsville, where all the stuff happens. <laughs> um, we are here today to talk about uh, some of our favorite pop culture Halloween traditions, something I thought would be light and fun for, uh, you know, our... Um, because uh, we've only got like 45 minutes here today, so uh, we don't have the time to do the in-depth uh, craziness that we usually try to sure, do sure. on the memory machine. We can get into some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, some absolutely. Good, so what do we talk? We're talking Halloween traditions? We always talk about Halloween traditions, but first off, of course, uh, I'm your host, Nathaniel Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to my left. This is my left. Okay, yeah. Yes. Who are you? I thought you were going to introduce me. That's fine. I'm Jeff Pavlak. Oh, you m- may also know me from Geek Scott Game with Josiah Leroy. Yeah, that just, they just uh, we went bl- live. We just finished that like just finished 10, that. 15 minutes ago. That's right. That's right. Um, and uh, to my right. Seth Zielinski. Uh, long been uh, kind of absent from things. I yeah. Mean, when was I, the last time you were on a memory machine with me? Well, I've been on a memory machine fairly recently with you. Okay, okay. But before... In general, I've been kind of frozen in ice, as you, uh, as, uh, okay. as you might think. Think of it like that. Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, but, yeah, glad to be back. Glad to be back with you guys and oh. exciting to be here at Dave and Adams in this uh, fantastic uh, Halloween time event. And uh, excited to talk a little bit about Halloween traditions. All right. Halloween traditions. But first, of course, uh, we have our regular feature, the, uh, the Week in Geek. Oh, certainly, And uh, certainly. I discovered what, what this was uh, just a couple minutes ago, and so I don't have much to say about it, um, except the title just might be enough. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think so, too. So when I said, Lordy, Lordy, look who's 40, this turns 40 this week. Uh, in the week of uh, October 26, 40 years ago, the TV special, uh, The Flintstones meet Rockula and Frankenstone premiered. I've never seen this. Okay. Um, <laughs> make it unanimous. You make it unanimous. The uh, the uh, Flintstones um, are no longer culturally relevant. <laughs> um, they used to be everywhere. Used Just to be wait to until see. they make that sequel. Yeah. Uh, the sequel to the version with Stephen Baldwin. Oh yeah. Sequel to, so, to, to so, Viva Rock Vegas. So yeah. So, so not even the sequel to the one with uh, John Goodman. You're talking about Viva Rock Vegas. You want the sequel? I'm talking to Stephen Baldwin, the good the good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the Flintstones. Used to be able to see them on every single Turner-owned station. Yeah. You can now no longer see them anywhere. They're more of a general pop culture uh, uh, minds, yeah. uh, just branding presence. Maybe maybe if you have Boomerang, you can see them. Um, but that's deep cable at this point. And nobody has cable anymore. So it's true. I certainly don't. That's what it is. Uh, another thing that we're talking about, though, since we are live, yeah, um, sort of in the theme of Halloween, uh, Mr. Zelensky and I were having a very morbid conversation. Yes, because uh, uh, we were. It started out as like if we were, uh, you know, if we became hotshot rich guys, yeah. what stereotypically rich guy thing would we like to partake in? Yeah, and you said I said I would like to own a yacht. I said no, 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 no good. For one thing, I can't swim, and mm. other thing, I just don't. Seafaring life isn't for me. Airfaring life is aviation. I would like to get a plane, a private plane, and learn how to fly and everything. And then this guy starts telling me, oh, so many people have died in planes. And I say, well, Nate, statistically, it's still the safest way to travel. And then I say, no, far more people, celebrities, have died at sea. So that's how this conversation happened. I was wondering. This argument and this... 
pole. So yes, uh, and I was well because there's been so many like celebrities that you hear about who like die or like get injured in pli- private plane accidents. Like, I think there are a lot more uh, that that die in seafaring accidents. I immediately thought of Natalie Wood, who was possibly murdered by Robert Wagner yeah. at sea. Um, there are there are other. There are others that I, I can kind of recall vaguely, but I can't recall the names right now. But and there have been, of course, airfaring accidents as well. But we want yeah. to know not from the facts, but from the general opinion of the people, right. from anecdotal evidence, the best yeah. kind of evidence. <laughs> um, please, uh, we're going to publish that right now. Vote now Vote and let now. us know which one is right. And whoever, okay, there's a <laughs> yeah. couple options on that poll I didn't see before. So plane, boat. <laughs> Ostrich Robert Wagner. Right. And whoever and loses this, say, if if more people say boat, mm-hmm. then I have to buy Nate a boat. It was plane. Yeah. He has to buy a plane, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, All we'll right. See what All happens. right. Please, please vote. Let us know what you think. Not, yeah. not oh, what crippling you know. Crippling debt is on the line then, huh? Yeah. That's uh-huh. basically what, what's happening <laughs> here. Right. Whoever loses this. I'll buy him right. a personal jet All model. Right. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, launch right into our topic proper. Yeah. Our uh, our Halloween traditions. What do we do for ourselves? How do we enjoy the holidays, specifically uh, in terms of the media we consume? Um, do you want to start us out, Seth? So sure thing, what, yeah. What do you got for us? What so, um, us I guess a couple things uh, to start out. In terms of, uh, in terms of movies, um, for a long time, my, I guess, kind of an informal Halloween tradition was for me to uh, watch the movie that... In my life has probably scared me the most, and that is the Blair Witch Project. Ah. Um, it's uh, I saw it at a very young age. It was, uh, I mean, probably too young to be watching it, and it had a psychological effect on me that lasts to this day. And it's always just, uh, it's just the horror movie that's most been most affecting to me. And, and Halloween is just, you know, when you kind of want to watch all kind, read all kinds of new horror. So for me, that's a big, that's a big one. But um, in recent years, since being married, you know, my wife Emily. She didn't grow up watching horror movies or anything, so um, she, you know, I, I want to show her some movies, but she has a much lighter um, horror threshold than I do. So, um, but she wants to see like good movies. She wants to see classics. So we've been kind. So I've been kind of like keeping up. Well, there's a list of like movies that are that are like great, that are intense, but they're not too much for her. But that are cla- you know. So we've seen like The Shining and Alien, which she loved. Um, but I would love to, you know, there's some others I would love to show her that kind of fall sure, within that sure. cross-section, like Halloween, Night of the Living Dead. Um, oh, I think Texas one. Chainsaw Massacre actually yeah. is not that graphic, even though it's very intense. So um, that's a that's, suggestion, that's, though. I mean, <laughs> yes. Suggests so but that's, much. I mean, that's why I love Blair Witch Project. It's all yeah, about the unseen right. horror. But, um, yeah, yeah that, that's some that's some of kind of what I have. Halloween in terms of movies every year. What, what do you guys got going on, though? Well, yeah, Jeff, what about you? Okay, we'll stay with movies. I, if... Blair Witch Project is the one that had the most influence on uh, Seth. I would say my favorite all-time horror movie, if I had to pick, was John Carpenter's The Thing from 1982. All right, I think Mm -hmm. that is an absolutely terrifying, uh, just unnerving movie, and it's I particularly like it because it's a really good combination of the gross-out blood and gore kind of scares, Mm -hmm. but then also that very, very heavy psychological factor that's going on. Mm -hmm. The entire group distrusts each other. Everybody believes that someone else is the alien, and it creates that that just psychological tension that's even, in my opinion, more crippling than the blood, the gore, the viscera that we see on screen. Yeah, mm. right. Like, it's almost uh, like the blood and the gore is sort of like the uh, denouement of the psychological sure. horror Sure. Oh, breaking aspect. news. Josiah, yeah. 
Josiah says hi, guys. Oh, oh hey, Josiah. Thanks hi. for interrupting. I mean, for he could literally come right up to the table Where and say hi, but <laughs> Well, you know. Anyways. I'm, just, I'm, I'm glad breaking news he's supporting. Update you on the story as Thank it develops. You. Anyway, continue. So then, you. Nate, what do you think is your favorite horror movie? My favorite if you horror had, movie? If you had to only pick one. This is a different question, Jeff. What, what, why is it different? Um, because it's, uh, I don't know, um, Frankenstein. Okay. I really love Th- the that's original f- that's James fair. Whale Frankenstein. Beautiful it's choice. a great movie. Beautiful choice. It's uh, must have scared the hell out of audiences back in nineteen twenty-two. Nineteen thirty-one. Thank you. Okay. Thirty-one. Um, yeah, I. Uh, it, it funny enough, like it didn't scare me at all as a kid. Right. I just felt bad for the monster. Sure. Like, oh, it's not his fault. He's he, he was brought into the situation against his will. It's the King Kong situation. Right. Yeah. Very, very much like yeah. that. I like a lot of the universal horror is kind of right. like steeped in humanity yeah. and. and empathy and kind of you know just character based stories Um, so and Frankenstein's possibly the best example of that but I would say like um, did you uh, realize that Frankenstein wasn't the monster oh yeah I knew immediately and I would correct everybody as a pedantic (laughs) six year old Um, oh that must uh, have just been adorable oh gosh (laughs) I was such a weird kid I had this big book uh, about Walt Disney that I had as a kid, like this giant coffee table book, and I used to pour through it and memorize uh, release dates for like shorts and things yeah. like that. So I could tell you like what year, um, like what year the Silly Symphony short Babes in Toyland came out when I was like a six year old. And, and what was, year was that? Just thirty two. Okay. Um, just Babes testing in the you. Woods. Just testing you. Babes in the Woods. Um, anyway, uh, or either that or. Um, Horror of Dracula, the Christopher Lee Dracula movie. I yes. love that one. That one's great. Um, Didn't he do like seven or eight Dracula movies? He did too many. <laughs> okay, uh, well, the poor, poor guy. I was looking uh, for a specific number, but the, the only reason <laughs> the only reason he did as many as he did is because uh, they threatened that if he didn't, a lot of people would lose their jobs. So he's like, "Fine, I'll do it." So that way, people can well, work. what a what a good guy though. <laughs> yeah, then, right? Thinking of thinking of the common man. Let's see how many Dracula movies was he in? He's in Horror of Dracula. It was a lot. I, I, I was being facetious yeah, when I said of, seven or eight. Taste the blood. Um, I think Dracula, it's seven. Prince of Darkness. Isn't it, Is seven, it seven Dracula movies? He's in a lot. Satanic, Satanic rights. Um, Nineteen seventy-two. He just yeah. kind of hissed and growled most of the time. It's six yeah, or seven, I think. Especially after the first one. The first one's great. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, anyway, but but what? like for the movie that I watch uh, every Halloween, uh, decidedly less frightening. Uh, it's Hocus Pocus, isn't it? No, <laughs> it's Hocus no. Pocus. I saw that for the first time last year. I've um, never seen it. It's fine. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not it, expecting anything it, narratively. It's where I could tell it must have meant a lot more if you grew up with it. Sure. You know there was mean? a last night. I was at Rocky Horror, and there was a drag show beforehand, and one of the drag queens had a Hocus Pocus theme thing that the crowd <laughs> went nuts for. It. That's so, yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, mine is the Ghost of Mr. Chicken. Oh yeah, I watch <laughs> this every October. What even is this? You oh you don't know this? I have no okay. idea what you. Uh, the Ghost of Mr. Chicken <laughs> was a it's a 1964 comedy starring Don Knotts. Oh boy, and uh, he oh, plays boy. reporter Luther Heggs. Who is, of course, as you can imagine, being Don Knotts, a very skittish man. Attaboy, Luther. Uh, yeah, attaboy. That's my wife texted that to me right before we started this. Um, Luther Hag sounds like yeah. a name that is just born out of the seventies or sixties. Yeah. Like that just. And it just takes place in this uh, small town, and there's you know this haunted house where a murder took place, and Luther Hags wants to be a big time reporter, so he goes after the story of the of the haunted house, and. Um, and you know, hilarity ensues. 
and it's a great movie. Uh, it's really, it, it really is honestly a great movie. Like you, you say, Don Knotts, and you think like cheap '60s comedy, but it really does a great job nailing like um, the eccentricities of small town America, yeah. like the little, like the weirdos sure. you meet in a small town. Very and, quirky people, most yeah, of the time. Very strange people. Uh, the the weird lore that you come across. Of course. And uh, yeah, it's Sounds a great like movie. movie. From uh, Twin Peaks, a few boots down. Oh, do we really? It reminds me. You, you saying oh. that reminds me very much oh, of that. That's right, we do, don't we? Yeah. yeah how about um, that? We have several but, friends around here today. Oh, we sure do. I remember sure seeing uh, uh, some some featurette about some uh, mid '90s prime Jim Carrey. Uh, he was yeah. giving an interview about like you know his early influences, and yeah, the Ghost in Mr. Chicken was like the most it's, influential comedy to him growing up. It's so much fun. Well, not only that, but like the horror in it is actually. Well, I mean, it, for the time, it was pretty scary, you know? Like, yeah. Like, you see, uh, you know, how you could tell, like, one of the things they say is haunted about it is that every night on the eve of this murder, uh, there's a woman's portrait in the uh, in the, the living room, in the, the, the big in the foyer. And uh, every night on the night of her murder, uh, there's a, you'll see, like, garden shears stuck in the throat and blood drips down from the portrait. And uh, and it is genuinely terrifying when you see it, which is what's cool about the movie is the con- like the, the funny is funny and the scary is scary, and that's hard cool, cool. to do. So yeah. Frankenstein didn't scare you, but the ghost of Mr. Chicken did. It didn't it didn't scare me too much. Okay, it, it, but just, it did give me, give me the, it gave me a few cases of the willies. Just making yeah. sure I'm you know crossing my t's, dot my eyes. Yeah, All yeah. right, that house was spooky. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, that that goes for mine uh, in terms of movies. Mm-hmm. Seth, you got anything else you want to share? What, 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 well, yeah, what was sure the last one. horror? I would say, what was the last horror movie that you guys watched? What, what, like, what I, have you been watching again? The Spirit. I lately? watched The Thing from Another World last right. night. Right, we were talking uh, about that earlier today. Yeah, yeah I watched classic. That. It's good. It is. Um, not again. Like I told you, it wasn't quite the bloodbath that I expected it was going to be. Yeah. Because um, a lot of other horror movies from the fifties can be like real like death fests. Yeah. <laughs> Or like, um, and kind or, of, or def- at least, or def- very, yeah, defying very, the notion of the time, right? And like, or, or even just being having like a pessimistic ending, right? Like, oh, like the the end of the world is nigh upon us, like. Uh, kind of like it, I kind of like pessimistic endings yeah. in horror movies a lot which of time. To be which honest, wasn't quite that. Um, wasn't right. quite that. Um, but it was still good. I loved it. I like, so. and maybe that's another reason why I like the John Carpenter one too, just as much. I love the setting that it's in the Arctic because it's it, it perfectly explains why the characters can't just run away. Right. It, it's it solves the haunted house rule. Why don't you just get out? Well, what are you yeah. going to do? Run into the frozen wilderness? No. Yeah, you have right. to stay at that base. Right. You'll die. Right. That's yeah. that's why these people are trapped here. Yeah. Your, your logistic best chance is to stay. Exactly. Same yeah. with like Alien, for example. Alien right. was another one that solved the haunted house rule very right, well. Right, right. Trap them on a spaceship because where else are they going to go? Absolutely. Oh, we got a vote up here in terms and of. And what do you know? Vote. Did you vote for that? So what do you have next? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a deflection! What a deflection! Get the hell out of here. Yeah. All right. Give me a. Give me uh, another one, would you? Okay. Well, let's. Um, I watched Let's Train to Busan recently. Oh, train! All oh, right, the rest of you guys. Uh, what? Train to Busan. Train to Busan. Oh, Don't know that. One of the best Busan. zombie movies I've watched in a long, long time. Movie. Yes, oh, South okay. Korean. Oh. Very, very well done. Oh, is it uh, particularly gory? Yeah, it gets, it gets real nasty I know at times. Of this, like a lot of the South Korean horror movies, like have a tendency to like really go for the gore. Yeah, you know? no, this, but it, it's still just very smartly made, very well-crafted. Mm. Uh, it, it's one of the better zombie movies I've seen in a long time. I mm. mean, and in terms of South Korean cinema, it's probably right there with The Host as one of the best South Korean movies oh, I've, wow. I've ever seen. Cool. And what, what, what was the last horror movie I watched? Yeah, last horror movie. 
I mean, I guess it would be. I wasn't seeing it for the first time, but um, it ha- I had. I guess it would be Alien because I just oh, watched okay. that one to watch with Emily, who hadn't seen it before. Yeah. But it had been a long time since I've seen that, and um, I still have never seen Alien. Oh, I, wait, I, whoa, I, whoa, 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 whoa. I own it on videotape, so I can watch it that way. But, oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nate, uh, that, is, yeah. that is unforgivable. I know. Never, I haven't gotten around to it. You will love it. I, I guarantee you, when you I, watch it, you will very, very I've much like, like it. I, I, like, it's a fascinating I, I've movie, I've seen like, the movies that get inspired. Like I've seen It, the Terror from Beyond Space several times. But I've never seen Alien. Like, I've never of, seen course. Like the whole oh, thing, of course, the design yeah. of that movie—it's all everything is just like this kind of industrial theme nightmare. You yeah. got like H.R. Geiger designs and everything, oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. um, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's incredible. Just the it's, it's always good to see a female heroine who oh, sure. is like smart, competent, not ske- not sexualized really, and uh, she doesn't run around in her skivvies though. For a good portion of the film, does she not? Not really. Not a no, good portion. Not for, really. for a short portion. Okay. Not and it's really, really more a utilitarian kind of like it. The only reason I know about that is because of I love the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, VH1. Yeah. Yeah. The old VH1. I down. I downloaded all, a lot of those. I love the eighties. I love the seventies. Yeah. So I love those. Anyway, all right. Uh, let's move on. What, what do you got? Let's let's uh, something else. Yeah, we could say like we could talk about like maybe stuff we read or maybe like <laughs> trick or treating <laughs> traditions. Um. What do you think? I, I don't have any of the... Well, yeah, do you have one of the stories like that? Go ahead. Regale I mean, us. In terms what of, uh, what, trick-or-treating? Sure. So, something less um, uh, watching or... A couple a couple something. things come to mind. Um, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Um, uh, traditions, I mean, that changes a lot because, you know, you, you trick-or-treat as a kid and everything. And, like, and for my, my parents, for you know, uh, back at home for a long time, definitely kept up with that despite the fact that my family... Including me, not very social. So, like, <laughs> you know, uh, well, at least you're open about it. Dylan, <laughs> yeah, people coming over to our place or anything. But yeah, um, yeah I you was. Have your uh, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, so you know, you know, we we did all that, and you know, we would have, uh, you know, my parents would give out candy. I randomly remember this one, this one thing when we were all inside after trick-or-treating and my dad was at the front door giving out candy we just heard my dad say to some kid wow what a big sack you have and like <laughs> and we all loved it and um hey. and, uh, and ev- but yeah eventually like we got a little older we were in trick-or-treating and like my mm-hmm. mom didn't like feel like d- d- giving out candy so she w- said like you know leave the candy in a bowl at the front but she was worried kids would take too much so she made this sign mm. that says please just take this much and like you know, move on, and then she had this line at the end that said, "Jesus is watching." I'm like, "Mom, please cut that bottom part of the sign off." And then my brother, and my brother is like, "How about I write a sign? And it says, uh, my son's got a gun; he'll pop you in the bun.' And uh, and uh, no, and like, like a just a bunch of weirdness. I don't know. Oh, we left out a bowl. Someone voted. I, I saw it too. Someone voted for ostrich. ostrich. If ostrich wins. Do we have to buy each other? You know, we have to buy each other ostriches. There is an ostrich yeah. farm, or maybe we can just play each other nearby. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's not um, by Lake Erie, I believe. Yeah, is it really? really? I'm dead serious. I'm pretty huh. sure there's an ostrich farm somewhere It'd be very near interesting. Buffalo. Um, if you know why I might have put ostrich on there, if you can name, if you can think of a celebrity who was rumored to have died by ostrich. Um, congratulations. Uh, you will be awarded something. Yeah. You are. Uh, you're just as much of a nerd as I am. Um, um, but yeah, and, yeah. In terms of trick or treating, my you know, not since getting married, me and Emily do it. 
I'll usually have my Spider-Man get up on, and our little Corgi Peggy will usually be dressed up as a pinata. That's awesome. Now that'll be happening in North Buffalo. So that is now awesome. That we're, now that we're living there. so I love that Hit us dog. up. Yeah. <laughs> Peggy's the best. She's a very colorful, festive little nugget. Oh, my gosh. Every time like I show up to the, and I sit down at your house, like she just immediately runs onto my lap. This this joyous hot best. dog coming. <laughs> She's the best. I love that do you, dog. Do you guys have anything trick-or-treating-wise? Maybe not trick or treating wise, but I mean, or Halloween day stuff. I mean, I'm a huge vid- I'm a huge gamer, so I'm always playing um, in October, playing cool. a, a horror themed game to get into the nice, spirit. Nice, I love cool. Fatal Frame, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Uh, my favorite though is Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania I, is one yeah. of you my. Know what? Oh, oh, I, I saw your notes. note, and that's why yeah. I. Uh, you to know talk what? I was it. I was actually doing that this Halloween. I, I was I was intentionally playing Castlevania, which it's uh, I actually in terms of like gaming so much I have through my whole life and loving horror games specifically, especially Resident Evil. Um, I've never really done it seasonally like that with Halloween, but Castlevania. I have that great Castlevania anniversary collection for Switch. Which so one are you playing right now? I'm actually currently uh, playing one. So okay, just the yeah, original. Skipping oh, around wow. a bit, but okay. yeah, because I've played later ones and uh, right, kind of sure. like skiffed back and forth a lot, you know, Symphony of the Night and everything. But right, what are you playing it on? Switch. Switch? Okay. Do yeah. they have like a uh, save states kind of a thing? Rewind yes. points? Okay. Not rewind. Yeah, you don't have to beat the whole thing in one sitting anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's nice. Not rewind, but there are oh, save states. Oh, yeah. Save states. Yeah. That's, that's important. Yeah. Those I'm currently replaying Area of uh, Sorrow, which is one of my favorites. That game is so good. Uh, Area of Sorrow. Oh, yeah. It was the that's, third that's one. The Game Boy Advance one, right? It was, yeah, the third yeah. one I released Game Boy like Advance. halfway through Area of Sorrow. Soma Cruz is my it. boy. He's my favorite Castlevania character, probably. I actually played on my Wii U. Okay, yeah. Uh, Actually, that's how I'm playing it right yeah, now. I don't have my original that, Game Boy that's cartridge. That's a solid way to play it. Yeah. Um, uh, Dawn of Sorrow is probably my favorite, though. Yeah, I think if I had to, if, if I had to name it's my, my favorite, favorite Castlevania, like single favorite Castlevania, it's probably Dawn of Sorrow. I've yeah. played through it several times. It's awesome. Soma Cruz really is, is one of the more game. interesting uh, protagonists in terms of like his situation and just and just like the time period that sure, it's yeah, no, it's place. modern, right? It's modern, yeah. And after this supposed war that took place, that we maybe someday will get depicted in a in a video game or something. This like this huge war that happened in 1999, right, I think? Um, I, I always skip over the story parts. So. Uh, That's well, all right. come on, well then, here's my question. What's your yeah. what's your favorite Metroidvania, and then what's your favorite like cl- cast, classic Castlevania? Because uh, if I had to do that, I would say Rondo of Blood is my favorite classic. That's a good And idea. then Dawn of Sorrow is my favorite Metroidvania. I love Super Castlevania 4. Right. I think that's one of the top picks um, for that. I, it's, think, it, I think that's probably my favorite classic Castlevania. Um... Castlevania 3 has amazing music if you're playing the it Famicom does. version. Yeah. I actually have that soundtrack on vinyl because I, I love it so that, okay, much. Okay, that's actually really cool. That's yeah. that's that's uh, sick. I love that soundtrack so much. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think 4 is my favorite and then like the the, the Metroidvania Metroidvania is probably Symphony of the Night. Uh, probably Dawn of Sorrow. Yeah. Oh, Dawn of Sorrow. Dawn of okay. Sorrow, yeah. yeah, I still have to play a lot of those. I've been really wanting to play Portrait of Ruin for a while. Um, it's it's good. Yeah. That, that, just a lot about yeah. the setting that and that one interests me a lot more. But um, so I actually there are a lot of Metroidvanias I haven't played. So I think by default I would probably have to say Symphony of the Night is my favorite Metroidvania. It's but pretty darn good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Pretty darn good. But I also replayed Castlevania '64. Recently, no. <laughs> I, and I'm no, dead serious. How'd that go for you? Oh, by, by Castlevania 64, do you mean Castlevania for the Commodore 64? Because no, real. I do not. And no, does that exists. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, yes, it does. Uh, I, I do yes, not. The music isn't nearly as good as it should be. Because, <laughs> yeah. like you know, Commodore 64 is that amazing sound chip. It should have a great soundtrack, and it totally doesn't. It sucks. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Castlevania, C- 64. Castlevania 64 is probably the game I love the most that I also hate because. Really? <laughs> 
I, I love the setting. I like the characters. I actually kind of like the story in there, too. And I think the game really nailed atmosphere very well. I think it has a pretty good soundtrack. Mm. But my God, those controls and camera are just abominable. They yeah. weren't good in 1999, and they are even worse in 2019. Yeah. Do you have a particular uh, nostalgia for... Um for like that sort of era of 3D games, a little like, bit, yeah. Like sort of the uh, I sure for is. sure the Vaseline over 3D graphics, a little bit. Kind of stuff, I mean, yeah. I N64 was probably the system where I really like became a gamer. Like that's uh, when I realized, like, okay, this is one of my favorite all you know art forms, and yeah. just mm-hmm. from Ocarina of Time, which had such a profound impact on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just being the Nintendo fanboy that I am, yeah, I definitely like that. I, I, I have a certain fondness for those really early era 3D graphics. Yeah, I, I, have I a do cer- too. Yeah. I have a certain nostalgia, but like in the purest sense of like, some. I think there's like a study that said something like, "Wow, like nostalgia really only lasts for about 20 minutes, and then like you're kind of over it." That's how I feel about that era. Like I am instantly transported to being a like 11 year old. Uh-huh. But then after 20 minutes, I'm like, all right. Oh, man. That my, misto- my nostalgia never ends. That For that time period That's specifically. That's why I have you on for my podcast, because you provide all this missing information uh, from my brain. That's where I live. Yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, with me, I, I didn't have a... I, I have nostalgia for N64, even though I didn't own one, but just yeah. being around. But obviously, you know, PlayStation 1, that was uh, just huge for me. You know, I started gaming on Super Nintendo, but mm-hmm. PlayStation 1 was like, in my mind, um, even though, you know, primitive 3D as it was, that was like, in my mind, the like games evolving to become a more serious medium. Because, you know, it's Metal Gear Solid was the game that kind of had the biggest impact on me, and that was like, you know... Like like a cinematic narrative uh, as a playable game in a way that I had never never experienced before. Mm. So, mm. Um, so yeah, a huge thing for me as well. I relate a lot of what you're saying yeah. in that respect, Pav. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, what now? We got we we can dive into one more thing. We got about ten minutes left yeah, before minutes. we pull the plug on this. I do uh, I do want to mention one of the things that I do like to uh, indulge in every October. Um, is I pull up some, um, I'll put it this way. At, at my job, I don't talk to anyone. Okay. So I just listen. That sounds to, like the perfect job. So I just listen to whatever I want while I work all day long. And I uh, sometimes will listen to old time radio. It's fun to get like a narrative. Cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead of just podcasts or music. Um, but one of my favorites is an old time radio show called Lights Out. And it was sort of a Twilight Zone for the radio in the 1930s and 1940s. Oh. Um, a lot of the episodes are, I just killed someone and now I'm seeing their ghost and it's driving me to madness. Sort of like <laughs> Telltale Heart retelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are some episodes that are like genuinely just weird or creepy. Um, one of those is uh, one called The Bathysphere, which is one of my favorites, where a dictator and his closest aide go down and go into the ocean in this bathysphere, you know, so they could observe uh, ocean life or like try to figure out like how to build like a military base yeah. underwater. And the guy uh, who's down there with him comes to this slow realization: like, oh, I'm the only guy with him right now. I could kill this dictator. And, like you, and, like he ah. sort of goes through like this his thought process. Yeah, of, like, how is he, he going to do it? Will he do it? If he did it, how will we? How he would get away with it? Wow. And uh, no, that's a, that I like cool. the concept. Yeah. Another one, which is just sort of over the top craziness, is called oxychloride X, <laughs> and it's about this chemical that burns through everything and reproduces itself. And so it's in like this special protective tube, but someone accidentally spills it. 
and it just starts, it eats through the table, and then the room, and then the building, and then it starts to spread out throughout the city, and like... <laughs> Does and, it destroy the world and then? Like, yeah, like at the very end, it's just like, like, like you hear like a newscast from like the last remaining point on Earth, uh, and no. like, like they're like doomed uh, newscast or whatever. Wow, um, that's really cool. It's clever. Yeah. Like yeah. How, do you listen, cool. how do you listen to that? It's They're all like public domain. Yeah. Just go online, archive.org. Yeah. Has what was it called again? Uh, lights Out. Lights Out. You know, it always starts Lights Out, everybody. When I got my GameCom, it came with a game called Lights Out. That's different. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> Is that not based on the same? Okay. Um, right, it's different. really funny, too, if you listen to it, because like as all radio programs were back in the day, they were... Sponsored by sponsored by Blue Coal, right? Right, the, for the shadow. Yeah, the shadow yeah, was sponsored yeah. by Blue Coal, and um, uh, Lights Out was sponsored by Ironized Yeast. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear, okay. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out. <laughs> like, wow, what a what a disconnect. little bit of a contrast. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, it is later than you think. It's a great show. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, one of my extra ones. Anybody else want to go through Jeff? Jeff, t- tell uh, me something else. Tell what, me something what, else. What's your, well, what's your favorite Halloween TV special from a sitcom, uh, cartoon, whatnot? What, what's or some of your favorites? I know it's always hard to pick one. Frasier. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Frasier. Holiday, <laughs> not holiday, not day, Seinfeld? night. Uh, There's I'm not really a Seinfeld guy. I, I, Seinfeld's I was being, great, but I, I, was, I, was try, I was ribbing. Frasier is just so much better. Can you hear me, Josiah? Frasier <laughs> yeah. is so much better. Yeah, I, I'm listening. I mean, like the holiday hey, episode. Hey, you can say it as much as you want. Josiah's not on this podcast to stop right, you. You can say whatever true, 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 you want true. to propagate. Yeah, yeah. Frasier. Yeah, uh, yeah. Frasier has like such great holiday episodes, but there's never a bad time to be watching Frasier anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what Halloween TV was that the question? Yeah, Halloween TV special. I guess Simpsons oh, is too easy. Simpsons oh. is a- any number of the classic. tree. Yeah, tree classic. Horrors, That's yeah. a great one. Uh, the Bob's Burgers Halloween episodes yes. are fantastic. They are very all funny. great. Um, full, That's very modern. That's very modern for you. Oh, oh yeah, but I love that show. <laughs> there was a there was a really me. good Boy Meets World Halloween special back in the day that was like kind of based on Scream. Yes, that was, do you remember? Yeah, that? the kill, the murderer in the background just running around, and then yeah. it turned out to that be that was like the it was like the the funniest boy I remember Boy Meets World being was that episode. You guys want to see that a, one was good. You guys want to see a live murder on Facebook? Why? Boy Meets World is overrated. Ooh. Oh boy, here we go. You dastard. Yes. I mean, you I'm not dastard. like a diehard <laughs> into it, but so it's, it's uh, the hot take oh isn't going to upset me, but uh, it'll shortly upset. I was just, I was just never into those sitcom type shows when I was a kid, except for Cousin Skeeter. Why? Yeah, no, I do, and I think, I, that's I think, why I'm asking I think why. I had a puppet. I, yeah, it did, but. Uh, yeah, I watched a lot of that for some reason. All right. Um, I was a Keenan and Kel fanboy. Oh, I did love Keenan and Kel. That was a great show. I put the screw in the tuna. D- yeah, uh, he did. Do well, we he dropped it in there. Uh, right, I, yes. He dropped, right. the dropped the screw in the tuna. Do we have any horror fiction that you folks like reading? Yeah, uh, Robert E. Howard, who did Conan the Barbarian, uh, oh, Call the Conqueror. Okay. He wrote a lot of really good horror stories as well. Um, and then, of course, anything by H.P. Lovecraft. I, I mean, just, he's, I he's, about to he's the you. godfather. Yeah, yeah. H.P. Lovecraft, besides just being horror. some of my favorite horror in general, um, it just fit, it fits the season. It's yeah, all yeah. like Massachusetts, New England set horror. Um, you know, for some it reason, just, that's a great place for Halloween stories. It's, it is. It's yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, 
yeah, H.P. Lovecraft is, is my go-to if I'm reading something around Halloween time. Sometimes when I'm at work uh, around this time, I'll listen to um, audiobooks of uh, Stephen King short stories. Yeah. Mm. I like his short stories a lot. I definitely um, prefer his... I would say I prefer his short fiction to his, yeah. to, to his novels. Like there was one about like a portrait that he picked up at a yard sale, and a guy picked up at a yard sale, and like it slowly, like I don't know... Did violence to him over time. Mm-hmm. It was I don't know. It was a good one. I don't remember a lot about it, but uh, it was I, good. I sometimes wonder if horror is at its best in short fiction or like I short films, that. episodic. Maybe like you know, ju- right? Just a very basic premise is superior to you know trying to flesh it out and make you know. A mm-hmm. uh, case in film. point being The Walking Dead. I've heard a lot of people complain about it. I've never yeah. seen it, but I've heard a lot of complaints. Walking. Walking Dead has so much really going for it, but it eventually mm. meanders, and then it, it gets to a point where basically you've seen these characters already suffer enough that an- another act of you know tragedy or horror, mm. it, it doesn't phase you anymore. It's yeah. like, okay, I've seen these people watch their loved ones be eaten alive in front of them multiple times now. Yeah. Having it happen for the tenth time, you're just kind of numb to it. Yeah, It kind of depends. I mean, I mean so you, you were saying, like, I mean, like movies... Like I, I love a I love a a, a a horror movie that really takes its time to build. I love a Rosemary's Baby uh, type of take of slow burn horror, and that definitely you know an entire season of something like uh, you know the Haunting of Hill House is a great recent example mm. of story. So I guess mm. it depends on on what on what kind of narrative is being built, or if you, it's even trying to build a universe. Like uh, I mean. Uh, I mean, H.P. Lovecraft kind of does that. I mean, everything's kind of connected. It is this grand mythos type yeah. of thing. But I mean, yeah, there's. It's undeniable the appeal of that, of that one shot, short story kind yeah. of a horror. Mm. It's just a clever premise that's just like cut straight to the punch. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- maybe there is some truth to that. Mm. 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 Anyway, um, let's see. One other thing I'd like to mention. Uh, Something I do every Halloween. This is mainly for the benefit of embarrassing my wife. Um, every ha- around Halloween, I show her a scary movie. Yeah. By scary, I mean scary to her. Okay. Now, um, if you, if any of you have listened to a much earlier episode, I uh, we did. There was one that we did about Halloween for Halloweeners, and that and I that do remember a, that yeah, title. Yeah, my wife was uh, was present for that, just being the, the the big old weenie who's afraid of everything. And uh, so you might know from that that uh, to know like where her threshold is, you know the part in Beauty and the Beast when uh, the old man gets chased by the wolves. Yeah, she fast forwards that. Well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, ba- based on her her family, we were watching uh, the Force Awakens with her family yes. and her mother. Oh, that's right. We love you, Mrs. Tem. Her mother yes. could not watch the battle scenes. Like the yeah, she was too nervous well, about what was going to happen. So she, she, put she covered her that face during a Star that's Wars not, battle scene. Yeah. That's not being afraid of I've horror never, at that point. That should I've be never afraid seen of any form of violence. I've never yeah. seen a threshold as light as, as Mrs. Tem's. Yeah, it's pretty light. But we it's love you. Well then. Light. <laughs> well then. Um, but uh, excuse me. But uh, every every uh, October, I'll show her a new horror movie. And she's usually pretty freaked out by most of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one of the ones that scared her the most was the original 1931 Dracula with Bela Lugosi. Oh. It terrified her. No kidding. So much so, so that you know, this is before we were married, and we were good. We were we were a good little boy and girl, and we didn't sleep together. So she goes up to her. <laughs> she went up to bed, and she brought the dog with her. Turned on all the lights, put on a hoodie, tied it tight around her neck, and then put the her covers up around her neck so that. 
So the Dracula one sounds familiar. Okay. And then she said like she was afraid of that until we got married, and the reason being that um, Dracula doesn't uh, attack married women when they're in bed with their husbands. Ah. <laughs> so that sounds like okay. a con- that sounds like a something a conservative parents told their their daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in bed with a husband. You'll be safe. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean that sounds familiar, well, Nate. Well, uh, Mr. Nosferatu. I, I, I kind of lo- Nosferatu scared the crap out of me. I kind of love the mirror. You apparently were terrified of Nosferatu. That it, and I'm the same way. Count yeah. Orlock scared the living hell out of me yes. as a kid. Just yes. a picture of him would terrify yes. me. If I recall up through college, it was an issue for Nate. It was. <laughs> it was like these guys used to joke, like, "What if I put on a mask and like like surprised you when you were in bed?" It's like. I would punch you in you the were, face. You were very like, serious. Like, yeah. do, I'm telling you, do not do that please to me. Please do not do that to me. Please. And now he's please one of my favorite horror characters of all oh, time. Yeah. I love Count Orlock. I, I, love, I love the movie now. I don't know what oh, changed, yeah. but like, I, like after, shortly after college, I just kind of got over it. And I think there's something to be said about eventually championing something that you got, a, got over a fear of. Like, as a yeah. kid, I was terrified of thunder and lightning. Like, yeah. I'd have to go into my parents' room when it was thunder and lightning at, yeah. at night huh. when I was little. But now I love listening to thunder and watching a lightning storm. Yeah. And maybe this is it. I used to be terrified of Nosferatu. Now I, it's one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah. I used to be terrified. Okay, actually, no, you're really cool. I, yeah. I was afraid of you, but yeah, no, we're yeah. cool now. I well, know. what made it worse for me was the episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, with okay. The with, and, the, you know, and then the Nosferatu vampire comes out of the screen, and that was uh. like... Even more terrifying. Hello, uh, Seth's brother. Oh, and, and he's oh he's nephew Nico sweet. is a incredible heroic link. That is awesome. Uh, the, cool. I here, love. I it. very Nico. much Seth. I very much approve. Here, yeah. Very let's much get, approve. Let's, let's get Nico. Back My family here. just showed up, uh, and we need to bring. Costume. It isn't spooky, but it is inspiring. Yeah. That is here. an awesome link, yeah. buddy. Yeah. That is an awesome yeah. link. You should, this is a delay yeah, on this, but it's, can it's, everyone it's delayed, see? But. Yeah. But uh, you should be able to see coming up behind. Uh, yeah, and we have a separate camera running as well. So yeah, so that'll camera. be on, so you're on camera. You can't see yourself, Nico. Yeah. Are there rupees in here? He's trying to get some rupees together. We can I don't find know. Some, we'll find some rupees hey, for just, him. Hey, uh, just bash it's open okay. some of these boxes. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right some, no, there's got to be some uh, uh, vases or jars around somewhere. Uh, yeah. Some pottery. pottery. Yeah, there's got to be yeah. pottery around somewhere. Just find some breakable stuff and start throwing against some walls. Yeah. Well, thank, thanks, for, thanks for showing us your cool costume. Oh, Nico, you look fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, we got. We thanks. should we wrap this up? Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's probably wrap this up. Well, thank you guys for uh, coming on to this live broadcast. And uh, b- by the way, the conclusion is that an equal amount of people have died in moats and ostriches, <laughs> primarily. Wait, Robert Wait, Wagner in, in, in ostriches, on, or on ostriches like because in, of ostriches, like inside and ostriches. because in of ostriches on, in one way or another. Of some somehow because so of ostriches. This means you're getting me a plane and oh no we have to um uh, i guess duel each other and joust yeah right <laughs> oh, fantastic fun. um yeah so i also put the question out there to ask uh, what some of your traditions were i hope to be able to uh, record very soon a little follow-up mm. uh to put in with this when i put it on the memory machine feed to guide and give it a bit of a bonus so we can see you know what some of your guys and i got we got some great submissions so thanks so much for Thank uh you guys. coming for listening and uh We'll catch you later. Happy Halloween. Love Love you. Bye. bye. (laughs) Don't you dare.